Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Randy with Halos in the Infield, and welcome to my brand new show, The Heady Weekly Wrap-Up. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to the Heady Weekly Wrap-Up, the show that brings you all the latest on the week that was in Angels baseball. You will find game highlights as well as all the news, stats, and quick recaps of the entire previous week. Stay tuned for insightful commentary, weekly awards, and eye-opening insights from around the Angels baseball world. What's up, Halo fam? So are you a fan of our nightly post-game show? I know I am. So that's why for our first ever show here on the Heaty Weekly Wrap-Up, I reached out to the one and only Todd Fox to come onto our show and give his take on already not selling the team. What's going on, Todd? Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox, man. Hey, I appreciate the introduction and everything else like that, bro. Uh, Randy, I'm glad you had me on the show. Hopefully you'll have me back a couple other times. Happy to do it. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, jump into some Angels baseball, right, this year? I mean, 2023, it's upon us, right? <laughs> absolutely brother i mean it's just a little over what two months away i mean don't get me wrong i'm excited to watch this team i just thought i'd be watching you know under new management but what are you gonna do <laughs> but hey again thanks brother for uh taking some time out to come on uh i know you don't have a ton of time so with that the floor is all yours brother take it away all right, cool, man. Well, let me start off by just saying this about Artie Moreno, and I can't believe still that we've gotten to the point that Artie Moreno is our owner once again. He, you know, we were talking with Catella Chronicles, Dominique, and he actually, you know, when the whole news came out, we did a breaking news with, you know, him and Fernando, and he was the one, you know, me and Fernando were like sort of like being the, the Roger Lodges, the Mr. Positive about it, and we were hoping that, you know, things went right for the Angels, um, you know, they were going to get an owner and that things were going to change, you know, because as Angel fans, we've been very, very distressed the last eight seasons, not making the postseason. He wasn't proving much as an owner prior to that, you know, the, the good run from 2014. You had to still, you know, we, we kind of felt that, you know, the, the writing was on the wall. You know, it's been about 20 years since he owned the team. He, you know, when he was winning, you know, after 2002 and 2003, when Disney finally sold him the team, he bought it for $183 million. The team was literally piggybacking off of all the good things that Disney did, setting up the farm system, having those players in place that were win now type of players. Everything was healthy, man. He started slowly but surely cutting the um, the scouting department, slowly but surely going cheap on everything. And then it just started to show as an organization. And then they weren't pulling the right trades. Artie was too much involved in getting C.J. Wilson, uh, Albert Pujols, Zach Cozart, uh, paying you know ridiculous amounts of money for contracts you know for Angels baseball players that would come in that were not that great for other teams but that were getting fat contracts here you know he had the Josh Hamiltons all this stuff led to the Angels decline and decline pretty fast whereas they had a plan in place and the team was rolling even with Artie's takeover you know the Angels were making smart moves in the beginning with Vladimir Guerrero Orlando Cabrera Bartolo Colon so on so on Kelvin Escobar you know, the list goes on, but the Angels slowly but surely you saw them go cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Now, his, the net worth on this team from going from 183 million had Disney just held on a little bit longer. 
you know, they could have reaped the benefits of a, of a cash cow, which would be the angels, you know, because all those TV contracts started coming in. And I think what led to Artie's decision to do a complete 180, going through the entire process, and then all of a sudden turning around and saying, hey, you know what, this isn't for me. Uh, you know, I don't want to do this because the report that came out yesterday is that one of the bidders said that this is a jewel of Major League Baseball. The Angels are that jewel, the crown or one of the crown jewels of baseball, and they can be a force in Major League Baseball. And I think some of the bidders talked Artie out of it because even with a pending lawsuit, even with the city with Tyler Skaggs and other stuff to do with a drug dealer and all this other stuff that he's facing and all the investigations – Artie looks at a team that he paid $183 million for, now is worth $2.5 billion, and it's only going to go up. Because if he struck gold with a TV revenue sharing, guess what's going to happen when these TV contracts are up? Streaming services. Look what's happened with the NFL. DirecTV is going to be in the toilet pretty soon. They're circling the drain anyway before they lost the Sunday ticket. Well, this year was the last year of the Sunday ticket. And that's the only reason why 80% or more subscribe to DirecTV anymore. People have been caught cutting the cable for a long time. And guess what's going to work now? Streaming services. Guess what bought the NFL for billions of dollars? Streaming services. And what does all that billions of dollars do for the NFL? Makes the NFL owners more richer and the cash cow continues. Those those franchises are just going to – like, look at – I think it was uh, $6 billion what the Broncos went for. So, I mean, that's the Broncos. Imagine if the Cowboys were to sell, the 49ers were to sell. The Giants were to sell. Those things are cash cows, man. So when it comes down to it, Artie sees that. My $2.5 billion could be worth $4.5 in a, what, the next 10 years. So he's going to hold on to this sucker, and we're stuck with him. The only thing that, you know, and getting back to what Dominique said, I missed the point. I missed setting up. The, I set up the point and didn't finish. Sorry, Randy. But, like, what it comes down to, man, is literally he set this up and – Freaking Dominique came out there and said, you know what, what if he just dangles the team out there and then pulls it back? And and that's what it seems like. I think Dominic was right. He dangled it out there to see what he can get for it. And you had five bidders that were right there ready to go, and they were serious. And we could have had a new owner by opening day, maybe even before that. You know, Madford was saying that he, you know, it might not take place by then, but I think once you have enough lawyers in there, the owners want to get this done. Now, the only thing I could take out of this is that Artie Marino's ego, Randy, was so big that he literally did not want to be the first Mexican-American owner to lose a franchise or just the first minority full-on owner to lose a franchise without winning anything. He doesn't want to go out like that. His ego's massive. And I think he does care what people say, what I say, what you say, what everyone else has said on any other page or Twitter thing. Because when Roger was dropping them dimes about what happened the other day on AM830, that's the only time I listened to his, his freaking stupid show because he's so full of cheese, is the fact that he was saying how, how Artie takes it you know, personal, that he hasn't won, that, he, that you know, the fans don't really like him, that he gets booed. And I think one of two things are going to happen. He's going to keep the Angels just making money and, and, and making himself money, or he's going to do a 180, and if he's smart, would hire a whole new PR staff and start reaching out to the communities like we've been preaching the last two years. Go to schools, give t uh, family four packs away to random families that can't afford to go. 
you know, uh, get make up a bunch of angel shirts, pass them out at elementaries and middle schools, uh, have players come by and do autograph signings, uh, not just at the hospital. The hospital things are great. And, you know, we've seen them do that, but make it more known, be more involved in the community. And if you're able to do that, fund certain baseball fields, things like that, or sponsors certain teams, you're going to go a long way. You're going to build the community. You're going to build a whole new generation of fans. And also winning does that as well. And the and we've seen the team going the right way. Maybe he looked at that and said, man, this team is going to start winning in the next couple of years. But the one cloud that's going to be over our head all year, Randy, is do they or do they not extend or re-sign Shohei Otani? Now, they gave him $30 million for that, for the good faith and everything else like that. Didn't screw him over in arbitration. And they gave him the high, you know, he's one of the highest paid players this year. But, dude, you have to give him a full-on $500 million contract. Because I talked with Roger the other day when I called him up, and he actually gave me time, and we went back and forth. I told him he's worth two fifty each for each side of the ball. For for pitching, he's a freaking – he's a number one starter. He He's shown that. He's an ace. As a freaking hitter, he's one of the best hitters in all of baseball, one of the most feared hitters in all of baseball. And with a shift gone this year, watch his, his ad, batting average go up 60 points. Watch him get more doubles and singles. Watch him have way over 100 RBIs. Instead of just cracking 100 RBIs because nobody can get on, the shift get going, it's going to help everyone's average. You're going to have more people on, on base in front of him. You got a better lineup this year. Watch him just tear the absolute cover off the ball. So with that being said, Artie Moreno, with all this baggage, with all the hatred, winning can disguise everything. So even if he has these pending lawsuits, what's going to suck now because of, with, a, with him still in place, you're going to hear, oh, the Angels uh, owner, Artie Moreno, is in court today to deal with the Anaheim City local and uh, the lawsuit versus the mayor and his corruption. Then you're going to hear Tyler Skaggs' family is uh, trying to go for punitive damages against Angels owner Artie Moreno. The Angels' name is going to be continue to be soured in mud. I rather would have would have been like this: Artie, a former Angels owner, Artie Moreno is now facing charges. But now it's like <laughs> we're going to be current owner Artie Moreno. We got to deal with that. We got to deal with what's going to happen with a team. Us fans are really tired of this team floundering. You know, around 500 and mostly below it. Only one winning season in the last, what, three to five seasons. So you, you're you in this position where you see the king of the north, which is the freaking uh, Dodgers up north right there, doing their thing. They've won how many divisions in a row or, or they've been to the playoffs about 10 or 11 years in a row. And then you have down south with the Padres, who the Padres are coming up and, you know, a little bit disappointing the year before, but at least they made the playoffs this year, made some noise. They look to be primed and, and set to go. So between us, you know, the Dodgers and the Padres are doing their thing. It would be great if the Angels would join that club. And we, we, we've seen them have a really nice offseason. We, we've seen that they, they have pieces to address the Adele situation. They have too many infielders. We have a couple extra outfielders. We've got all kinds of pitching that we could trade, but the farm system looks good, so you want to keep it together. We still need one more pitcher because I think if you look at our division, one more ace or one more trade. Uh, I know you like uh, you know Trevor Bauer, but if we can get somebody like that to come in here, I think we can feel comfortable with – absolutely competing with Seattle and absolutely competing with Houston, something we haven't been able to say. And I think right now we're, we're almost like, like Seattle's taken a step above us, 
we need to get to where they're at and we, and we need to because Houston, you know, baby steps. I don't think we're going to catch Houston this year unless they have a fall on their ass type season with injuries or whatnot or poor performance. So the Angels, again, when we wanted to be super excited about this season, when we wanted to be, you know, in a mode that I thought if we would have, you know, landed an owner and the owner would take place, you're not going to spend $2.5 billion on a franchise or maybe three when the bidding's over <clears throat> to just sit on your ass and just collect a paycheck. You're going to be like Steve Cohen. And you're going to want to get in there and win over the fans, get on social media, involve them, and do all the things that we've been talking about on Heaty forever, about involving the community, social media, making it more because you know, all Artie gets credit for is making you know the stadium a fan-friendly place, security, whatnot. But winning, winning. We're, you know, fireworks are nice. The rally monkeys played out compared to what, what kind of fan you are. You know, we've seen and done all the, the Disney stuff, the after Disney stuff, the cartoonish stuff. Fine. That's all part of the baseball experience. But win me games. Ha let me have something to root for in September. Give me a chance to, to at least have a shot at the wild card. At the, you know, again, how many times, bro, have we been sitting there and hearing about Mike Trout not making the postseason, only having three games in his, uh, in, in his back pocket of experience? not being able to get Shohei Otani to the postseason, starting guys like Trevor Cahill on opening day and relying on that kind of crap. You're not going to win with Trevor Cahill, not even in his prime. Nice guy, but nice guys always finish last. We need some grit on this team. We need a personality on this team. We need an angel's way, and it's, it's working that way. I believe in Perry. I just don't believe in Artie Moreno. And until Artie Moreno can show me something different, then I got nothing, bro. Like, I literally got to take it one game at a time, watch this team, and hope that they improve in somehow, some way, if Artie's holding them back still, that they can win despite him. Because I'm telling you, bro, opening day, there's going to be some hatred for this guy. And you know what? It's very much warranted. Oh, it's absolutely warranted. I mean, I hope he gets fucking booed the hell out of. I mean, he held us in limbo for how fucking long? Only to say, oh, I'm not selling the team. Like, total fucking bullshit, man. Like I said, I feel trolled. I feel like we've had the rug pulled out underneath us. Like, and I don't see anything fucking changing. So, but hey, Todd. Hey, dude, I really appreciate you coming on today, dude. Great fucking rant, bro. I agree with everything you said, dude. And I hope to have you on the fucking show again, dude. Awesome fucking talk. Thanks, bro, for letting me be able to rant, dude. I just, I had to get on here, man. And uh, I appreciate you know, your inaugural show, man. Best of success for the season. I know you're going to hit it out of the park. And I'm telling you, bro, if anything, man, you got to hit him with some Randy's rants at the end of the show. That's just a suggestion, man. So hit, hit him up with that, man. You got to hit him hardcore. Maybe put a little viewer discretion as advised before uh, you hit that off. You can go. You could probably go. You know, like you know, your regular Randy. But then, you, if it, if you, if we're on a losing streak, man, hit them high notes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, brother, I appreciate those kind words. I mean, you know, hey, if if a Randy's rant is warranted, you know it's gonna come. I mean, I've never held back at all when it comes to this fucking team, especially when they're playing shitty, dude. So I'm telling you, man, if a Randy's rant is warranted, 
Best believe the Halo fam's going to get just that, dude. But hey, Todd, again, I appreciate you coming on, dude. I know you didn't have a lot of time, but again, thank you, brother, for the little time that you were able to carve out for us. And brother, again, I can't wait to have you back on this show. Take care, man. All right, Randy, appreciate the uh, the vine, as uh, Jim Rohn would say, uh, to be on your show. Appreciate it, bro. All right. Thanks again to Todd for joining us on the show today. So I'm going to go ahead and get into my rant, and we also got a voicemail that we're going to listen to, and I'm going to go ahead and respond to that on the show today. So it's no secret just how irritated I am over this whole entire situation. And probably the biggest issue, other than being strung along for the last several months, is that with Artie, nothing's going to change. It's most likely going to be the same old song and dance. You know what I mean? Same old bullshit. Is he really going to turn a new leaf? Is he finally going to stop meddling? Is he finally going to realize he needs to stay out of free agency and let his baseball people do their fucking jobs? I mean, seriously. Is he going to do what it takes to repair this overly fractured fucking relationship with us, the fan base? The fans are one of the most important aspects of this fucking franchise, and you are well hated among the majority of us. How much does he actually care about winning? That's what I want to know. How much does he care about winning championships? And how much does he care about winning one soon? On the same token, what lies ahead for this franchise with him staying on board? What about all the legal crap? I don't see that going away anytime soon. Can he even have a relationship with the city of Anaheim at this point? <laughs> I don't think either party can fucking trust each other. <laughs> I, for one, have no faith in him doing any of it. He's a stubborn old billionaire. He's not changing whatsoever. I also think he's going to end up making Perry trade Otani, knowing he's not got no real shot at keeping him unless he throws an ungodly amount of money at him, which I don't see happening. I really, really don't see us keeping Otani, and that sucks. My guess is Otani ends up a Dodger or a Met. But if Artie is truly willing to change things up, as I sure hope he is, I hope he can start doing things that builds a culture around this team, around the ballpark, it's time to build a new generation of Halo fans. Quit watching them go over to the fucking Dodgers fan base. Artie, you need to start showing you fucking care again. Hey, it's Matt Fan. I read that Artie got cold feet about the stale that he loves the team and baseball too much to sell it. I think he got scared that if a new owner came in, made changes, and took the team to the postseason, or hell, even to a World Series win, that it would reflect badly on Artie and his time as an owner. If he really loved the team, the fans, and the city, like he said, he would just sell the damn team. So this all pretty much boils down to Artie and his fear of fucking missing out. Have a great day. Hey, Sonia, thank you for that voicemail. Um, you know what? I mean, that's not a far-fetched idea. It's not, you know, I could totally see that, you know, seeing that maybe he's finally got a GM in Perry that can quote-unquote cook. Because with Artie, you know, preoccupied with everything this past winter, this past offseason, there, re there really wasn't much room or much time for meddling within the baseball operations. 
So it allowed Perry to do the things that he wanted to do. It could very well be a, possi- a possibility that Artie saw what was what was being put together. Maybe he took a look at the minor leagues, saw the kind of GM that he finally put in place, and realized that, hey, yeah, maybe this team is on the rise. Maybe maybe in a couple of years, maybe we'll, we will be hosting up that trophy. And just maybe, just maybe, like you said, he had a fear of missing out on that, you know. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, it's not a far-fetched idea. Um, it could very well be the reason why he decided to keep the team, you know, a fear about you know, a fear of not winning that world championship, you know, maybe, maybe it's something he, he's truly longed for. And maybe, maybe he thought he could do it his way. And maybe he just realized he fucking failed. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the reason why he'll turn a new leaf, you know, because he's, he, he's, he's scared about never, ever winning a world championship. But thanks again for the voicemail, Sonia. That was a very, very, very good one. Well, hey, guys, I appreciate you coming on here today and checking me out on my first episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank you for uh, thank you to Todd for coming on the show today. I really appreciate that, brother. And again, thank you for Sonia for calling into the show today. And I hope to hear from you guys throughout the season. You know, we're going to be right here on the Halos in the Infield YouTube channel every Monday morning talking about the week that was in Angels baseball. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like and leave us a comment. And also, don't forget to smash that bell notification so you can get notified every time we go live and every time we drop something here on YouTube. Again, Halo fam, thank you for checking me out here on the Heady Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm Randy Oz, a.k.a. Fast Times Under the Halo for Halos in the Infield.